0: Well, I, I appreciate my friend Matt Lauria. He got the A.I. joke and laughed, even though a couple of people who will not be mentioned right now were kind of dead silent. It was crickets all over the place on the A.I. joke. Oh, no. Yeah, it, you see, you I hear you in the background. You have to turn your mic on because no one else can hear you. And the joke was, a, this this part is true, A robocall using artificial intelligence to mimic President Joe Biden's voice is urging voters in New Hampshire to skip the state's pivotal primary today. Tracking data suggests up to 25,000 fraudulent calls were made to residents across the Granite State as investigators quickly tried to find the identity of the caller behind the scheme. And I said, and you know how they figured out that it was AI and a robocall uh, of artificial intelligence? President Biden spoke flawlessly. There we go. Oh, the drummer's back. Well, that, that, that's helpful. Thank you, uh, Danielle. That's very helpful. Um, all right. Uh, and, and thanks, Matt Lauria, for uh, weighing in and, and giving me confidence to continue the show for the day. All right. Uh, a guy I respect and have for a long time is on the other end of our line, and I've been dying to ask a question I'm going to ask him. He is Congressman Peter Hoekstra. He, a member of the Republican Party, of course, served as the U.S. Representative for Michigan's 2nd Congressional District from 1993 to 2011. Was it that long ago? And he's an ambassador, former ambassador to the Netherlands. That was from January 10, 2018 to January 17, 2021. And now it's been announced that he's been selected to lead the Michigan Republican Party. Congressman, Ambassador, Party Leader, Hoekstra, welcome back to the Paul W. Smith Show. Uh,
1: Hey, great to be with you, Paul W.
0: Well, it's great to have you here, even though you're not going to like the first question I'm asking. What the hell has happened to the Michigan Republican Party?
1: Well, what's happened, Paul, is we had a contractor providing us with artificial intelligence and, uh, you know, the contract was withdrawn and we have not been able to access artificial intelligence for the last 13 months.
0: What in the world are you talking about? That's your <laughs> <I'm> joke. <talking>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
0: You that know, was quick on your feet.
1: You know, you know us as politicians, man. We hear a funny joke and we'll steal it immediately. <laughs>
0: okay, all right, good. Well, now that the <laughs> ice has been broken, and trust me, there's a lot of ice around here. It's yeah. just been—it's been—and you know this. My goodness, Peter, you know this. It's been embarrassing.
1: It—it uh, it absolutely has, uh, and that's why on January sixth, uh, the Republican State Committee took the vote uh, extraordinary vote uh, to remove a state party chair and then on January 20 uh that same state committee uh came back and selected me uh to be the state party uh state party leader uh leading into the November election so that's where we are but uh you know we're we're back on the road to getting focused on you know building party unity raising the dollars that we need to and uh, winning elections in November. The Republican Party is back.
0: Are you not in the middle of a fight of legitimacy?
1: Uh, Right now, but I think that's going to be a very short uh, fight uh, on Saturday. You know, (coughs) Vance, Vance Patrick was called by the Trump team and said, hey, we want Pete Hookster as our chairman. Vance threw his support to me. Uh, Vance and I have, you know, We've come together uh, to make sure that we're focused and uh, on, on November. It's a great relationship that Vance and I have. The other candidate in the race, Lena Epstein, same thing. We're united there. <laughs> we do have a, you know, we do have to deal with uh, Christina. But when Paul, oh, you, you know, this when the president comes out and says, "This is who I want as my candidate. Uh, this is this is the candidate that I want to be the chairperson." We're going to get uh, we're going to get a decision from the RNC pretty soon, uh, hopefully you know real soon that they recognize me as the chairman. At that point in time, you know if we have to go into a, the courts, uh, the courts will recognize that. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, with those two decisions, uh, Christina and her group will step aside and say we're going to be focused. Uh, we want to help Pete win because we all want to reelect. Uh, a republican president in november we want to elect a republican senator we haven't had one of those for michigan in a long time uh and we want to uh we want to take back the state house and that's the vision that we have and we will talk about the issues and move forward
0: so let's go back a little further and say sure. how did christina get into this position in the first place without support or if she had support when did she lose
1: it <laughs> Uh, she had support, uh, obviously, roughly thirteen months ago at the state convention. Uh, she lost it over the last twelve months. A number of the people that were at the January sixth meeting that were at the meeting on January twenty were Christina supporters. But what they recognize, what they've seen is that the skill that she might have brought to the you know to the podium giving a speech didn't translate into the leadership, that's needed to build a party, the organizational leadership uh, necessary to, you know, to put together, to put together the infrastructure of money, uh, a plan to, to win elections. And so uh, they they said, hey, she lost support over the last uh, number of months, and they tried to work with Christina, uh, and they they didn't see the development of a plan. So they said, we, we need to make a change, and so. Uh, that's what that's what's happened.
0: Well, what we've learned, uh, and what Christina has learned, and everyone now knows, is the it seems to be the primary job of a state leader of a party is, in fact, to raise money and bring the money people together to to do that. Uh, we also learned, though, that uh, at least the last time around with Ambassador Ron Weiser. He was spectacular at raising money, as he has done in the past nationwide, but he also threw in millions of his own dollars and i'm I, I'm just wondering if that's going to be the pattern from now on and are are you prepared to do that
1: the uh, as you said in the introduction, I spent eighteen years in Congress uh, at least for me, my time in Congress uh, did not prepare me to or put me in a position where I can be writing checks for millions of dollars to, uh, to any organization. Talk to,
0: talk to Hunter Biden and his father. They can help you with that.
1: Maybe, but it, it's too late. I'm not going back to elected office. I'll, get, I'll help others get elected, but uh, I'm not going down that route. This is a, <laughs> a nine-month singular focus for me to help us win in November.
0: Does that mean that once you are able to accomplish that, you feel that you've done your, your job and you'll move on?
1: I'll move on. I'll keep working, but I'm not getting back on the ballot.
0: No, of course not. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear from you, and I hope you'll stay in touch with us, and I wish you good luck so that we can uh, get some semblance of a Republican Party back in the great state of Michigan.
1: We will have that. We will be a worthy competitor to the Democratic messaging this fall. Thanks, Paul. Great to talk to you.
0: Always nice talking with Congressman, Ambassador, all-around nice guy, Peter Hoekstra. Here with Paul W. Smith in Focus on WJR.